The more I thought about it and the more I sat with it, it became a commentary on determination and not ignore your limits. Like, yeah. because that was my initial read of, yeah. oh, just completely ignore your limits. Right. But the more I thought about it, the contrast between could and can't, could contains infinite possibility. Like, uh. could means under the right circumstances, if I do this, this, and this. Can't has such a finality to it. Under no circumstances am I ever going to be able to do this. Wow. Like, you're, you're quitting before you've even really tried it. Welcome to the first Really Real Podcast episode of 2022. Now with two times the fun, two times the insight, and 22 times the puns about the number two. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. We are so happy to be back with you for our first episode of 2022. Guys, did you have a good Christmas? Did you have a good New Year's? Did you have a good January? There's a lot of time that's passed since we've been together. Can you have a good January? Is that as good as it can be? (laughs) So I know Isaac's answer to that question. Well, I mean, like, it was okay. It's January. It's definitely a six month long January. Not a January fan. No, no, January is is droopy. But the rest of that, yeah, everything else was Christmas rocked. Christmas was good. New Year's was nice. Pretty good. All right. And February is almost here. Yay! We're almost out of January too. All right, let's talk about what's going to happen today on the show. First up in Need a Refill, Isaac is going to be talking about weather above freezing yes. or I guess perhaps the end of January. Yes. Essentially. <laughs> Getting outside, crawling out of the cave. Yeah. And then we've got some new segments on the show for the next few episodes. I'm very excited about this next segment. Really real robots. <laughs> you guys have seen these examples on the internet of people who say, yeah, you know, I have this uh, AI. I trained it on like a hundred hours of Harry Potter books, and now it's writing its own Harry Potter fan fiction. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love reading those. My wife passed one along to me the other day that was a eulogy that somebody uh, had oh, typed yeah. up. It was hilarious as well. <laughs> and it got us thinking, you know, we have a real FM bot. Mm-hmm. It does some stuff for us, like uh, gives us Slack alerts, but we're definitely underutilizing it. That's right. So what mm-hmm. if we leveraged real FM bot to do some things for us maybe <laughs> yes. that we don't love doing? Yeah. But in a very AI kind of way, we'll explain a little bit more about what's happening with that segment when we get there. <laughs> then another new segment on the show. I need a hero in this segment. We're going to be talking about people that are inspiring us or making us happy or just have done some really notable things. And in this episode, Kara is going to be kicking us off by talking about a four year old snowboarder. Mm. So fun, Kind of in the spirit of the Winter Olympics that yes. recently wrapped up. And then our final segment of the show for today is a new segment as well. It's called Quote Me on That. This season, we're going to be picking out some of our favorite and least favorite, perhaps some (laughs) controversial even quotes from famous people or not so famous people that we are going to then discuss and break down and go, do Mm. we agree with this person's thought on this thing? Do we disagree? What parts of this are true? Mm. What parts of this are not true? And our first quote that we're going to be discussing is actually from Henry Ford. He said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Mm. Hmm. When we first came across this quote, all three of us had pretty quick reactions to like, yeah, no, maybe. We have some thoughts. So we're going to break this quote down and chat about the parts of it that, yeah, we identify with and the parts of it that we go, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. And everything in between that's coming up yeah. later on the show as well. Let's start off with the age old question <laughs> on the Really Real mm. podcast. What is everybody drinking today? So I'm running with the standard tried and true method of black coffee. I'm I'm doing it both hot and cold today. So I read the study that you're not supposed to have coffee like within the first hour or so. I've heard that too. Of waking up. Really? Yeah. I'm completely ignoring that. Like <laughs> I, I, I get that for some people that's a good idea. Yeah. Not for you. But there's like a direct line from my bedside to my cold <laughs> brew that I have in the fridge. It's, it's the first thing that I touch in the morning. Yep. So far, it's been working great. I'm actually tapering off my amount of coffee that I have every day, though. So oh. you'll notice maybe a more calm demeanor, hopefully, <laughs> on nice. the pod today. Wow. Um, but yeah, keeps me going. Have you guys heard the thing that John Acuff says about black coffee drinkers? Black coffee drinkers are like the uh, CrossFit people of the coffee world. Yes. They mm. can't not talk about it. Like, they <laughs> yes. can't not yes. let you know that right. they are into CrossFit. They're yeah. like, yeah, I like to drink black coffee. It saves me so much time. And yeah. if you put all that stuff in it, it just mutes the flavor. Right. Like, I basically things. wind up my smugness when people say, how do you take your coffee? I'm <laughs> like, oh. 
black. Let me tell you. I am yeah. excited to inform you. Yes. <laughs> I am drinking some uh, vanilla Coke and mm. I want to bring a, kind of a hot take along with this. And that is that, in my opinion, vanilla is the best soda flavor. Ooh. Yes. Agree or disagree? Agree. Yeah. Mm. That's my favorite. I would say with much love to orange soda, I would say mm. vanilla Coke is probably like of the flavored beverages. Yeah. yeah. Vanilla Coke is good. Cherry's a classic. Yeah. Cherry goes with almost anything. But yeah. Vanilla, there's something about the vanilla that just. Cherry makes it too much strong. of like a syrupy, like it mm. makes yeah. it too syrupy. Vanilla gotcha. and Coke is like that great combination of mm. kind of burny and yeah. still sweet. It's yeah, good. it okay. is. It works really well with Dr. Pepper too. Yes. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. good stuff. I'm drinking a Shasta Twist lemon lime. Whoa. So what? A Shasta? <laughs> Calm down over there. <laughs> Shasta Twist Lemon Lime. Basically I didn't know they still made Shasta. I didn't either. We got these at Aldi the other day. What? And I think my husband just picked one up and randomly put them in the cart. And then I started drinking them. And I'm like, why are these so good? Like, the last time I had a Shasta was like 1994. I know, right? I don't know if this is the original Shasta, but I don't know why. But we've been drinking these like crazy at our house you this could, week. You could definitely lie to me and be like, this is a spiked like, I know, beverage. Right? And I'd be like, that looks like one of those like <laughs> twisted tea or like uh-huh. truly. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I mean, it's basically seven up, right? Basically. Like a, yeah. Oh, okay. Sprite. Yeah. Like, right. Basically. I don't know that it tastes any different. Lemon, not Shasta. really. I, I don't think like it I really said, does. I haven't had one for 20 years. So I, I don't know. remember, but. <laughs> It's really surprisingly good. It's basically just like Sprite, but I don't know why we're enjoying it so much. Okay. We are. Hey, I love it. <laughs> Old is new again. I know. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about what's on repeat this week. Isaac, what are you listening to? I've been listening to a lot of Good Day by DJ Promote and Swoop. Had a good day today. Do it again, manana. Let me just give you this picture here. Riding with my partner. <laughs> Got a couple dollars. I'm still bobbing my head from listening to it. Like, uh, there are two shout outs that I appreciate in this song. Uh-huh. One for the horchata. Yes. yes. And the other one, the Americanos in Chicago. The line after that actually makes me laugh every single time I hear it. Look it up on Yelp, fool. <laughs> right. <laughs> Almost like That's correcting awesome. himself. Yeah. yeah but That's yeah. awesome. I just, this is just such a good song. My need a refill today is talking about getting outside and just getting more positivity outside uh-huh. of winter. And this is definitely just that blast of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The first time I heard it, it was this progression of like, did he just shout out Horchata? Yeah. <laughs> and then like two lines down, I was like, is he talking about Americanos now? Like, this, this guy is, is this me? Is this, is this me? <laughs> Because that's it's so good. I, I appreciate a good Aww. shout out to Chicago Coffee. Awesome. It's just a fun song that I've been really enjoying. It, it does fun. feel like an Isaac kind of song. Yeah, actually, like, when I heard it this morning, I was like, I bet this is Isaac's on repeat <laughs> on my way to work. Yeah. So yes. that's perfect. Okay. That makes me happy. I do like it too, though. My on repeat is Someone by Xander Sallows and Sam Bowman. Good Day is an Isaac kind of song. Someone is probably an Anson kind of song. It is. Xander Salos, Sam Bowman, they're both indie artists. I think it's cool that we're getting this song spinning on Real FM. They're both relatively new music producers. It's got a very unique beat. And to me, it's just kind of a puts a smile on your face kind mm-hmm. of song. Mm-hmm. I think the reason, though, that I was really kind of initially attracted to the song was the lyrical content of it. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of my wife. My wife has been walking through some challenging times over the last few months. She's doing OK, but it's just been a hard winter and listening to this song it just really made me think of her because the whole concept of the song is somebody talking to somebody who's going through some hard times and saying hey it's going to be okay and more than it's going to be okay it's going to be okay because I'm here for you and definitely resonated with me with my current circumstances and what I'm walking through so lyrics like breathe just a little take some time you'll be all right tell me if you need someone to lean on when it's tough because I know I can be someone to hold you up. So it's this really encouraging, hey, I'm going to be there for you no matter what you're going through kind mm-hmm. of song. Puts a smile on your face with a unique beat as well. Yeah. So Anson always brings those kind of songs yeah. that make you go, oh, yes. I definitely have like a soft spot in my heart for it's these good. like yeah. kind of songs. I love sure, it. So. I love it. And I really love the ending line of that one every time we're voice tracking and it comes up. So I'm here when you need me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, so yes. cute. My on repeat this week is overthinking by Sam Wesley. Keeping with our theme, this is very much a Kara kind of song because Kara likes to overthink everything in life. (laughs) My husband and I actually spent a little bit of time this weekend talking about overthinking. We both kind of struggle with this. We get to go in in circles in our head and we just go round and round. Uh This is a very hopeful 
view of this kind of struggle. He talks about getting stuck in his head, conversations I shouldn't be having alone. Why do I keep entertaining white lies telling me I'm on my own? Do I have what it takes for this? Will I fly? Will I fall at the edge of all I've ever wanted? And he kind of goes into just kind of talking himself through this like, okay, maybe I am overthinking all of this. Maybe I'm closer to the answer than what I'm seeing. Mm. And just basically asking God, help me trust you in the mm. process of all of this instead of just <laughs> chasing my thoughts around and around in circles. He says, if I don't let go, then I'll never know that you don't let go. I love that. Are you tired of trying to read your significant other's mind? Do you lay awake at night wondering what in the world they're thinking and feeling? You could, you know, talk to each other. But who has time for that? What you need is iCare, a revolutionary new app that monitors your loved one's well-being and keeps you updated with timely notifications. Your tree is experiencing critically low levels of energy and may soon pass out. You may want to take the kids and leave the house ASAP so she can take a nap. With the help of iCare, your relationship is guaranteed to improve. Warning, your Anson is experiencing high levels of hunger and may soon become hangry if he does not obtain a snack in the next 15 minutes. So why wait? Download the iCare app today and revolutionize your relationship. Use code REALLYREAL to enjoy a 7-day free trial. Need a refill? What we wish life would pour us a little more of. Another! January was dummy cold. Like, (laughs) it was... It was very cold in January. And for that matter, I spent half of January (sighs) sicker than I've ever been. That's right. You're so sick. I was just like down for 10 days. It was terrible. I had this weird low grade fever that just would not go away. I took five COVID tests. Wow. Never (laughs) came back positive. So we're calling it not COVID. But I had not COVID (laughs) for about 10 days. And it just put me on my back. Coming out of that, I had this mountain biking trip planned with a buddy of mine. Yeah. And I was just praying the entire time. I'm like, can I just please be better for this? Like this is coming down. We're going to ride the whole weekend. I got to be better for this. He came down. I was better. He brought his wife and their son, Elijah. He's really great kid. They came down and just hung out for the weekend. And it was just so nice to kind of get this mini preview of the warmer weather to come because it was still kind of cold outside but we got out and we powered through anyway and rode mountain bikes all saturday their kid came over and met our chickens and it was just this like (laughs) blast of outdoor activity that i think i had completely been deprived of yeah i'm someone who needs to be outside and do things yeah so i didn't have that for about a month and that contrast of one connecting with a friend again Mm -hmm. and then actually going outside for the majority of your day i just so needed that i mean the mountain bike park that we went to we rode the beginner stuff and that was still pretty hard for us Mm. but it was just this great experience of like ah it feels good to like move my body again and be outside and feel sun on my body oh man and i think that i forget when fall starts and then winter comes in i go into cozy mode and i'm like "Mm, i'm gonna be Uh, inside and yeah yeah wear socks and this is gonna be great (laughs) and then like two weeks after that i'm like hollow eyed and like yes. I have not felt anything in months like it, it's this contrast of I'm excited for cold weather but then once it's here and I'm in the thick of it yeah I can't deal with it I so. feel that you got to take advantage I feel like of the little pockets of warmth yeah. that like break through at least here in Arkansas we get some of those like during the winter right you get like this random like Thursday yeah. or whatever that's like 65 degrees yeah. or things yeah. but you have to take advantage of those days because then right. within like three more days it's going to be below freezing again <laughs> right and it's so true. if you can like get outside and like take advantage of those days, I mean you don't always have the opportunity to do that right. like depending yeah. on your work or whatever but like occasionally I feel like that's sort of like a really important thing you got to prioritize during the winter is like ooh, it's a warm day for you get outside go for a walk or do something yeah Yeah. right necessary for survival it was very good more of that really real robots where we train ais to do the stuff we don't want oh i wish i could but i don't want to All right. So as I mentioned earlier, you've probably seen those stories of people training artificial intelligence to take on various tasks. Like I said, whether it's writing Harry Potter fan fiction or maybe (laughs) making phone calls for people. And as I mentioned, we have our own AI here at the station. It's called Real FM Bot. And uh, Real (laughs) FM Bot, I got to say, he's a good little bot, but he's kind of a beginner. You know, he doesn't do a ton. (laughs) He does some stuff like send us some Slack messages when people submit shout outs on the Real FM app. 
But it definitely feels like we're kind of underutilizing yeah. Real yeah, FM Bot. He hasn't sure. reached his full potential. <laughs> so we've decided to put it to better use by applying it to things that we don't want to do mm. ourselves. Today, to get started, we've picked out two things we know that Kara would not want to do herself. Nice. All right. So the first one is a salary negotiation. Ooh. Is this something that you would feel comfortable doing? Heck no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then the second one is schedule an oil change for Kara's car. There you so go. having to call people and make appointments, that yeah, kind of stuff on the phone. Yeah. Like that's not, it's not my favorite. It's not very fun, right? <laughs> oh boy. So for the purposes of testing, I role played each of these things. So Kara's boss and then also the person on the phone yeah. for the oil change. Yeah. And then let Real FM bot give it a try and kind of see how it went. So we want to play these back okay. for you, Kara. So that you can kind of listen to these and then evaluate them. And then you can let us know, okay, how did Real FMBot do? Okay. Did it imitate me well? Did it have good knowledge of the subject matter? (laughs) You know, and are you happy with the result? All right. I'm excited. The first one is the salary negotiation. Real FMBot has been trained to negotiate on Kara's behalf. First of all, by listening to a thousand hours a lot of hours of Kara on the radio. <laughs> yeah. So just recordings wow. of Kara right. on Real FM. That's a lot. Just fed it. Favorite words. Pretty key much phrases. the entire archive of wow. Real FM of Kara on the air. <laughs> okay. So it has a really good sense, hopefully, of okay. what Kara is like and how she speaks. That's awesome. And then we're like, okay, but it also needs some salary negotiation yep. skills. Right. And so Isaac came up with a great idea for that. We let Real FM bot watch 15 seasons of The Apprentice. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> better negotiator yeah yeah, yeah exactly right. I mean, that's Come fair on. so 15 seasons of the apprentice <laughs> plus kara on real fm right okay and okay. now real fm bot is very very prepared oh man and uh we'll go ahead and play this back here okay kara it's time to talk about your contract for next year yeah okay it's deal time money time baby uh is everything okay oh yeah this is gonna be the most important deal of your life i'm kind of a big deal i have become the deal okay well let's talk about that are you happy with your compensation here as my friend holly girth would say happiness often comes not through being messy but through being a holy princess loved by all beyond what you could imagine no matter what well we do love the work you've done here but do do you not feel appreciated i could easily replace you they say that yes do you agree huh who is they wait was that a threat this is the toughest city for business i would know it's time for money care money okay all right i'm gonna put it to you straight what do you think your salary should be stock options kittens Shareholders, cookies, dollar bills. I'm so confused. You're fired. (laughs) Just fired my boss. That's a power play. Yeah. Definitely a little more aggressive. A little bit. Than standard Kara. That's probably some of the apprentice coming through there. Just a little bit. But also had, I think, some Kara components to it as well. What did you think, Kara? Uh, I like the compensation package, the stock options plus cash plus kittens. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. It's um, beautiful how it blends like the this is the toughest city for, for business. Like, is that <laughs> silo? Is that- I guess. Uh, I love the uh, I'm kind of a big deal. The yes. got the anchorman reference in there. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is going to be the most important deal of your life. And then I'm the, kind of a big deal. Uh-huh. I have become the deal. <laughs> I have become the deal. That's right. It's time for care money. Mm-hmm. Care money. Yes. Care money. Yes. And then I love the uh, overconfidence of I could easily replace you. <laughs> yeah. <a> boss. <laughs> right. You ended You're up fired. firing. I fired the boss, boss, which yeah. is a little unlike me. So mm-hmm. bot may have a little bit of uh, work to do. There. Soften the edges just, just a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. But it's not bad. You did get a Holly Girth reference in there as <laughs> yeah, well, which I that appreciated. Was, that was fun. That kind of sounded like a, a Holly Girth quote. <laughs> Happiness often comes not through being messy, but through being a holy prince. <laughs> Loved by all, beyond what you can imagine. That's that's special. Happiness comes by being a holy princess. Loved by all. Loved by all. Yeah. That's, that's wow. Which uh, maybe not wrong. Not completely know. wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> overall, how would you grade Real oh. FM Bot's attempt here to negotiate you know, your salary on I'd your give behalf? Him maybe like a. Whew. Maybe like a B minus, okay. you know, because yeah. got maybe a little aggressive <laughs> if I tried to stay true. Firing your boss is a king move. That's, right. That's, yeah. That's, that's a that's pretty, yeah, strong Definitely a move. risk reward kind of yeah. scenario. Yeah, so. for yeah. sure. All right. So then we're going to try the second scenario here. So again, task number two okay. is to call a service center 
to arrange an oil change for Kara's car. Oh, boy. Again, in addition to hundreds and thousands of hours of training on Kara's voice, Mm -hmm. we've also (laughs) added some task-specific knowledge here. Again, Isaac had a great suggestion. We did this via a service manual for a 2015 Toyota Camry. So we <laughs> nice. got out the service manual, let it read the whole thing. Okay. So now it's got some car knowledge. Perfect. To add into its Kara knowledge. <laughs> All right. All here right. we go. Hello, this is Anson at Midas. How can I help you today? The car. It is thirsty. Uh, I'm sorry. I think my connection is bad. What was that? Park the vehicle on the ground level, holding a rag under the viscosity. Pull the dipstick. Add cat food of the same type as already in the engine until it stops meowing. Okay, I'm sorry. You're really difficult to understand, but I'm getting the sense that maybe you're looking for an oil change? Kendra Adachi says that always trying so hard to impress the engine takes up more energy than idling through heavy traffic. All right, ma'am. Look, I just I need a straight answer. Would you like an oil change for your car oil yes very oil oil the car spray the car car with oil to prevent sticking okay yeah i think i understand uh we're open tomorrow from eight to five warning used engine oil contains a potentially contaminated half cup of flour which may cause skin disorders such as one stick of butter stir vigorously yeah uh okay ma'am is thursday at 11 a.m fine you oil the car car on thursday the car will drink vanilla diet dr pepper or the engine could have trust issues right uh, see you Thursday. I'm rediscovering myself while the engine is hot. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's amazing. That was beautiful. All right, there you go. <laughs> it sounds like by the end, the uh, the oil change did get scheduled. Which is, yeah, yeah, that's a good. So that's a victory. Seems miraculous. Yeah, so let's uh, let's kind of take a review of this one here. Oh my goodness. How do you, uh, how do you feel like Rila Finbot did? <laughs> Okay, this one was highly entertaining. Yeah. My favorite was the start. The car. It is thirsty. <laughs> I just kind of came right out with it. So I am from now on going yeah. to describe anything that needs done with my car. Yeah. The car. It is thirsty. Hello, ma'am. How can I help you today? The car. It is thirsty. <laughs> And then the lovely references to cat food and um, till the engine stops meowing. Yeah. yeah, you can kind of get a little bit of the uh, the the service manual coming yeah. through there, but definitely yeah. added its own carrot twist it got a little, to it. Yeah, mixed up with some of my other hobbies there. <laughs> Trying so hard to impress the engine takes up more energy. Than that. Yeah, the, uh, so the, the Kendra Adachi quote oh there was, uh, let's see, That's yes, so great. Kendra Adachi says that always trying so hard to impress the engine. <laughs> Takes up more energy than idling through heavy traffic. Ah, uh, yes. And then Words the, of wisdom. <laughs> and then the uh, the half cup of flour, which may cause mm, skin yes. disorders, such as one stick of butter. It kind of got like a, a baking recipe mixed yeah. in there, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, there was also the um, spray the carrot car with oil <laughs> to prevent sticking. Yes, that's Again, good. I think maybe confusing the oils a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's great. Yeah. And then the car will drink vanilla diet, Dr. Pepper, or the engine could have trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> Which I feel like that would be something you this might legitimately be worried about, this is a right? Highly like, emotional it's engine. It like, is. The 2015 it's Camry is, yeah. yeah. yeah it's it could, very sensitive. Could have trust issues. <laughs> yes. It right. needs just the right type of oil. <laughs> well done, little real FM bots. I need a hero. Celebrating people who save the day. My hero this week is a four-year-old named Auburn, who is a snowboarder. We just wrapped up the Winter Olympics, so Mm -hmm. very, very much in Winter Olympics mindset. Auburn's dad put a little microphone on her when she went snowboarding Mm -hmm. one day. She is now like the most famous four-year-old on the internet. She's (laughs) gone completely viral, one million likes. She is just my hero because this girl is not afraid of anything. Auburn is totally giving herself a pep talk while she's snowboarding. Snowboarding, a pep talk that is also kind of a song. So that's another element of the mm. hero there for me. She's yes. in like her own little musical. She <laughs> says, I won't fall or maybe I will. That's OK, because we all fall. <laughs> it's a good snowboarding song. It's so cute. I was like, this sounds a lot like my therapy session. It's really great. Like, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, she's totally unafraid of trying or failing. And also she gets major bonus points for wearing a dinosaur costume while she uh, is uh, snowboarding. Yeah. Spectacular. And then I guess she had a moment later on when she becomes stuckosaurus <laughs> when 
It's just very, very relatable. But uh-huh. again, she just, no matter what, gets back up, laughs all the way. She's my hero. How do you mm. get to this point? Were we all like this at four years old where we were like, I can do anything. I don't care if I fall down. I'm just going to get back up. Yeah. I love this. Well, I'm- I mean, that's part of the like human experience of being four years old is you fall down a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and so I kind of have noticed this actually with my own children when they're yeah. in that pre-K like toddler kind of stage. Like we literally call them toddlers because they're toddling. Right. Yeah. Which kind of by definition means that they fall down a lot. Right. You're just used to it. They like, don't seem bothered right. by it. Yeah. It's just part of your life experience. Yeah. Failing is just like almost ever present. <laughs> like it's just as part right. of who you are and what you do. Yeah. As part of how you learn and how you figure things out. And so it's like, I don't know, it's just not a big deal. Doesn't yeah. phase you. Like, yeah, not at all. And then we grow up and think that we're supposed to do it right the first time every time. Right. And we're like, this yeah. is ridiculous. We need to listen to the four year old in the dinosaur costume. <laughs> That's very good. I like that. I feel like I could picture Isaac humming this tune while skateboarding. Yes, too. I could like, see that. Yes. <laughs> There's something that, that's really beautiful to think about how like to a four year old, everyone is falling all the time. Yeah. Like, yes, that's just like if we adults fall. fell half as much as like toddlers do, we would not be OK. Yeah. <laughs> right. sure. Like, yeah, we're all going to fall a lot. That's fine. That's exactly. Okay. Yeah, and like, okay. I think another kind of you could turn this into a metaphor, I guess, as well. But like another part of that for little kids is like they're so close to the ground. Yeah. Right. Like that's part of why they can fall so much and that's like be true. okay is like they don't have as far to fall. That's true. And I think there is kind of a metaphorical truth there as well of like yeah. as adults, as we grow up like physically, but also emotionally and yeah. like all of these things, mm. like falling starts to hurt more. Yeah. Not yeah. just yeah. physically, but emotionally. When we trip up on something, like yeah. it takes us a lot longer to recover from that thing, partially because we're not used to it, partially because we just have longer to fall. We need to have at least a little bit of this attitude again and be like, remember, okay, this is just part of life. Like I'm going to fall down and I can get back up, maybe even wearing a dinosaur costume. That makes everything better. So next time you're feeling down, just go back and watch this little video (laughs) of Abra and she'll give you the pep talk that you need (laughs) to get through your day. The iCare smartwatch app has helped hundreds of couples improve their relationship. But we all know that in order to care for others, you have to care for yourself first. And iCare is here to help with our brand new premium self-care package. When you're crying uncontrollably and have no idea why, ask iCare. You're likely being triggered by feelings of inadequacy, which is taking you back to that traumatic experience in fourth grade gym class. iCare can even suggest helpful solutions. You usually feel better after sweating it out at Zumba or eating tacos. Need moral support? iCare is there. You have nothing to prove to anyone. You are a beast. Download the iCare app today and upgrade to our premium self-care package for only $19.99 a month. Because caring for you is caring for others. Quote me on that. The part of the show where Anson, Kara, and Isaac have thoughts on other people's thoughts. Did I interrupt you brooding just now? Yes, it's our new segment on the show. We'll be spending some time in over the next few episodes. Quote me on that. And as we mentioned at the top of the show for today's episode, we're jumping into a quote from Henry Ford. He said rather famously, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So we want to break this quote down today. It kind of reminds me of another quote, maybe an even more famous quote from Jedi Master Yoda. Ah. Who once said, do or do not, there is is no no try. try. Yeah. But I want to start with what made us decide, you know what, maybe we should talk about this one on the show. Yeah. And that is first impressions. Yeah. Okay. Because I think we all had some definite, but also different first impressions of this quote. Yeah. So when you hear this quote right off the top of your head, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. What's your first gut level reaction? those words mine was negativity i i worry because it's one of those things that i think erases the fact that we all actually do have limits Mm. and there's like a limit of what we actually can accomplish i don't think any of us are at our 100 maximum all the time but i do think that there's this pressure to always accomplish everything and this is another one of those if you don't hit your goal you're just not trying hard enough like that was my initial thing but I've also got kind of another side of this that we can talk about but Kara what about you yeah that was my initial reaction was just nope 
don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in fact, Anson said when he first read us that it was all over my face, apparently, because I was just like, mm, no, yeah. I don't. Yeah, you almost had like a physical like I did get I that away from physical me. Kind reaction, of like reaction visceral reaction. Visceral <laughs> reaction. Yeah, yeah, because the power of positive thinking. Just decide to be happy and pull yourself up by your bootstraps or what sometimes gets thrown around the Christian version of that. Just choose joy. Mm. And I feel like those statements have been thrown around in situations and done a lot of damage. Yeah. Been used to dismiss people who can't just mind over matter something. Yeah. So that pushes my buttons just a little bit. My reaction to this was it made me think of millennials, Uh, our generation. hmm. There's kind of this stereotype of millennials grew up with their parents telling them you can do anything, you can be anything, right? Yeah. Just put your mind to it. You can do whatever you set your heart to doing, right? Yeah. And then it feels Hmm. like our generation struck back against that as we grew up and went like, yeah, nope, not true. Like, (laughs) turns out that was a lie. I can't Mm. do anything that I want. Life is hard. This really cynical edge Hmm. to Mm -hmm. our generation that we have of kind of like, I don't buy that. By the way, I'm not saying I didn't have the reaction you guys had. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't really buy that. That I think kind of was my first thought. I don't know that it was quite as like an emotional like rejection of it. Yeah, it was absolutely like a cynical mindset of like, yeah, that'd be nice if it were true, but (laughs) that's not how the world works. That's so interesting. I never would have put that together that it's a generational thing, but you're right because all three of us basically have a similar reaction yeah yours is a little less emotional but you're like putting the pieces together yeah yeah i'm not saying there aren't like optimists like at our age but i just i do think there is a component to that where like i agree that was a thing that was said a lot when we were kids and then as we grew up and faced the harsher realities of adulthood you realize like okay the participation trophies and all the (laughs) stereotypical stuff like that's not how the world works I don't get a participation trophy just because I think I can do it. Right. I think you nailed it, though, with cynicism, because I think that cynicism is really a big thing right now. I think that we're naturally finding, oh, (laughs) I have big limits, like both physically, spiritually, emotionally. I think late 20s, early 30s is your limit finding years. Mm. Like you, you push yourself real hard, early 20s, late teens. And then like the back half, you're like. Oh, okay. Well, we got to pump the brakes. They call the tired 30s. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of it. But I think that the cynicism that can kind of come with that can almost put you in a slump almost. Yes. And this is kind of where my second half of this comes in. Like, I'm a pretty positive mindset kind of person. Yeah. I've seen what a bad enough negative slump can do to someone's life. And I think I would almost go in the opposite direction of maybe an even more inflated sense of self like oh yeah i can do that that's fine because mm. i would rather go that direction than go the cynicism route mm. that makes that's sense. An interesting so. i mean when i stepped back from it i had kind of a similar reaction just for a minute i was like okay but wait let me think about this for a second because i've done a lot of counseling and mental health work and to be honest there is an element of you have to kind of talk to yourself and talk yourself out of some of that cynicism sometimes yeah. mm-hmm. like that's part of mental health is you have to tell yourself stuff that doesn't feel true until it is true right. sometimes. Yeah. And that that doesn't mean you tell yourself I can do whatever I want. Right. It's not lying to yourself. No, but like telling yourself the truth as opposed to sometimes cynicism is a lie. And right. It goes yeah. to the opposite yeah. direction Absolutely. of I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, there is an element of mindset that is critical. Yeah. If I'm honest. And Anson, you and I were watching an Olympic cross country event the other day talking about how absolutely miserable it looked to Mm, me. And I was just blown away that they could do this. And you said some really interesting things about mindset and how in your experience in marathon training, that is so critical. Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. It's like one of the biggest parts of training for distance events. Yeah. Mantras and the power of positive thinking. Yeah. Like repeating positive words to yourself, even just like physical posture, trying to remain upright and not slumping your shoulders, Mm. keeping your eyes up on like down the road as opposed to looking at your feet. All of those things add up to this feeling of I can make it to the end as opposed to like I'm dying. Right. Um, I was actually watching the last event of the Olympics. It's the basically Winter Olympics version of the marathon. Yeah. It's the 30K cross country mm. event. And Jesse Diggins, the American, actually yeah. won the silver medal. Oh. And as I was watching the event, 
they were talking about how hard this race was going to be for her. I don't know if either of you saw I didn't this. See this one, but basically, what happened is the the gold medalist from Norway just like blew everybody's doors off, like yeah. right out of the gate, and she's like taken off, and she's all on her own. Jesse tried to stay with her for a while. A group kind of tried to stay with her for a while. After the first 10, 15 minutes of the race, they kind of started to break apart and lose yeah. contact with mm-hmm. her. And Jesse ended up kind of on this island where she was in second place in silver medal spot, but she was like a minute or more behind the first place person. Yeah. But then ended up like a minute ahead of the third place person. Oh. Right. So she's all on her own. Right. And the commentators were talking about this is a like the hardest way to do one of these super long distance cross country races yeah. is being on your own. Oh wow. Because you don't have a group to like take turns leading yeah. to help break the wind for you a little bit to help keep your pace honest. It's all up to you and just your own. You've just got to do what you've been trained to do to hold your pace to the end. Oh, yeah. And they're like, this is like the hardest way to win a silver medal. But if she can do it, she's still going to be really happy that she won a silver medal. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And she did that. She stuck it through the whole race, makes it to the end, collapses at the end. They were talking about how for her, she's literally said, and it looked like maybe it happened this time, that she literally blacks out at oh. the end of a race because she's pushed herself so far beyond yeah. what she wow. really is should be physically capable of doing. Yeah. She collapses over the finish line, just laid on the snow for like several minutes. Ah. There was this poor like track attendant, like trying like this little woman trying to help her like get up and like pull her up. <laughs> oh. And she just like wasn't even moving. Yeah. Oh, uh, just gosh. collapsed she on was the ground. Done. Yeah. Wow. And uh, she talks about going to the pain cave. Yeah. Is her metaphor. Okay. That like the reason that she feels like she can beat other people in cross country skiing is not only because she's a great skier, which she is, right. but because she is the will to go deeper into the pain cave yeah. than other competitors. Yeah. Like I'm more willing to hurt. Wow. Than that person over there. And that's the reason that I beat them in the race. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting to me because I feel like it is kind of a representation of what we're talking about here in the sense that, yes, Jesse Diggins is a world class skier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You could take a person who has the pain tolerance that she has or yeah. even better and they're not going to beat her in a cross country skiing event. Yeah. Just because they think they can. No. Right. Exactly. You also have to know how to ski. Yeah. You have to (laughs) have fitness. You have to have trained. You have to have done all of these things. Right. Exactly. But when you take two people that are both world class skiers Mm. and know how to do it, then all of a sudden the difference becomes your mind. Which is crazy. Yeah. To your point, Kara, uh, like there is actual medical research that supports the power of positive thinking, mm-hmm. right? Like right. I was reading an article uh, in preparation for the show from Mayo Clinic, and they were saying that positive thinking has been associated in studies with increased lifespan, lower rates of depression, greater resistance to illness, better cardiovascular health, even reduced risk of death from cancer. Wow. That's wild, right? Wow. Like, yeah. So there is medical research that shows like, yes, this actually is a thing. Yeah. But... To your guys' point, and I think kind of to our first reaction, like there are limits right. yes. to that as well. Like there have been plenty of people who have succumbed to cancer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Who have been very positive in their fight against it. Yeah. Right. Yes. So it's not a like right. silver bullet kind of like save right. the day every time no. kind of thing. And yet it does also seem to make a difference. Yeah. yeah. I so, think you could do yourself a disservice by taking this quote as like the all encompassing truth and not really like just take it for what it is. The more I thought about it and the more I sat with it, it became a commentary on determination and not like mm. ignore your limits. Like, yeah. because that was my initial read of like, yeah. Oh, just completely ignore your limits. Right. But the more I thought about it, the contrast between even just telling yourself could and can't could contains infinite possibility. Like uh. could means it, under the right circumstances. If I do this, this and this, can't has such a finality to it mm. that's like under no circumstances am i ever going to be able to do this wow like you're you're quitting before you've even really tried it not to disagree with master mm. yoda but like <laughs> i i think that that was like i have a quick personal anecdote yeah. about this when i was a teenager i was skateboarding every day every day of my life i did this thing and there is this specific trick that i just could not figure out it's called mm. a 360 flip or a tray flip if you're really cool um <laughs> I dislocated my ankle three times trying to do this specific trick. Okay. Wow. Bruised my shins. Terrible. (laughs) I've got like scrapes on my elbow from trying this trick. Wow. Flash forward to 27 years old during the lockdown. I was skateboarding probably like three times, four times a month just to do something. Yeah. And I thought, I'm just going to try this. I'm going to look up a YouTube tutorial on someone who can do this really well. And my mind flipped from when I I remember when I was like 18, I was like, I'm just not going to try this anymore. I'm getting hurt too much. 
I can't do this. Can't. Yeah. Final. Done. Yeah. I went in my mind from can't to maybe to, okay, I'm going to try it to I landed one. Wow. I have it on film. I'm probably done trying it. Yeah. Like I checked that box. Yeah. You did it. But just feeling that mental shift from going from can't to letting myself entertain the possibility of accomplishing something mm. was everything. Mm. And it was so a definite mindset thing because I'm roughly the same capability. Yeah. But just different mindset. Totally. Well, how many anecdotes do we probably all have of things like that where we've bumped up against an obstacle and been like, I can't overcome this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to give up and stop trying. And then maybe days, weeks, months, years down the road, yeah. we come mm-hmm. back to that thing. Once that kind of mental roadblock has been removed right and we kind of give it another shot or we give it another try and then we're able to find a breakthrough Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like there does seem to be kind of this thing that happens sometimes where there's this mental block of like yeah yeah i just can't do this thing but you take a break you reset you do some Mm -hmm. healthy like mental practices and then you come back to it and all of a sudden you have kind of this like rejuvenated Mm -hmm. mindset that allows you to go attack the thing again yeah and maybe it takes two three four like a lot of repetitions of this like cycle to actually break through Mm -hmm. you know it's it's not just that you come back to it and you go you know, I think I can do this now. And then you do every time. Right. Yeah. But it, it gives you another opportunity to your point, Isaac, to at least attempt it. Right. And yeah. to try, the possibility is open now. Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I could get there. Yeah. It's so interesting how that works. And it occurs to me that obviously there's a reason that this power of positive thinking thing caught on, as you're saying, there is medical evidence. So it makes sense that this is something that was spoken over us a lot as children. We saw maybe our grandparents do some incredible things against all odds. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, this makes sense. But I think what the difference is, is like the power of positive thinking does not mean ignoring reality. Right. right? Yeah. And I think that's where sometimes we get tripped up is this like toxic positivity of like, If legitimately, like if you have a mental health issue or a spiritual issue or whatever, oversimplifying this idea of the power of positive thinking and just throwing a cliche at it, like, well, just be happy, just be joyful, just think positive. Yeah, that's not really what that is. That's too like it goes so much deeper than that. We're talking about changing your brain neural pathways. Yeah. Like that's what the power of positive thinking actually is, which then changes your habits, which allows you to do things you thought you couldn't do, mm-hmm. opening up those possibilities. Yeah. So I think that's important to say like, no, okay, there is something to this. Yeah. But it's more complex than just a simple eh. If you think you can do it, you can do it. Absolutely. You know, it's, Absolutely. it's a just like you were saying with Jesse Diggins, it requires training. And there's so many, so many elements that work together to make this thing happen. Not just one thing all by itself. Yeah. yeah. One of the words that popped into my head as I was thinking about this quote was the idea of self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Like that might be another way and maybe a less, yeah. I don't know, fairy tale in the stars way of kind of describing like the power of positive thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds very like you almost should have rainbows a gong behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Thing. yeah. But what if we just defined it as self-confidence? Right. Yeah, that's like, self-confidence yeah. is yeah. a really powerful thing. Yeah. Like when you have self-confidence in your ability to do something, I think we all can recognize mm. that that goes a long ways to helping us yeah. actually be able to do the thing. That's true. It doesn't mean that we just can do it. No. But it, it's absolutely helpful, right? Yeah. The thing about self-confidence is, first of all, anything in excess can be problematic. Mm, yeah. We all know people who are self-confident to a problematic degree, mm-hmm. yeah. right? That's called pride. Yeah. And that starts to become a problem that can actually get in your way. And then you start denying reality potentially right. or some of these things. Mm-hmm. But also, notably, it's not something that you just have by snapping your fingers, right? Right. Yeah. If we're we're talking about Isaac skating. Mm-hmm. Like, how does Isaac develop self-confidence in skating? Mm. Well, it's not just from going, I am a good skater. I am a good skater. <laughs> right. I am a good skater. Like, right. I have literally never skated on a skateboard before other than like going down like a driveway a couple times or yeah. something. And I could not show up at the skate park with a skateboard that I've never ridden before uh-huh. and like power of positive thinking my way into doing the trick Isaac's talking about. I can't just like manifest my way into having self-confidence. Isaac's self-confidence, if he has some on a skateboard, comes from what? Like it comes from practice, Mm. right? Training, preparation, healthy choices, Mm -hmm. good role models, proper community support. Like all of those things can help build 
self-confidence right. that then, I guess, unleashes that power. Propels you right, right on that activity that you're doing. Like my, you know, personal experience with this is running half yeah. marathon training, right? Like when I show up on the start line of a half marathon, if I have self-confidence in my ability to finish the race and mm-hmm. to do it well, that primarily comes from my training. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, yeah. I have been running for the last 12 weeks for the express purpose yeah. of giving myself self-confidence on this start line. Yeah. yeah. I have the fitness. I have the training. I've run this far before. I've run it in this amount of time before. I can do it again. You said to me the other day, part of the purpose of training is to get to that point where you think in your mind, your body starts to tell you, I'm going to die. And you get through it and you don't die. So the next time you experience (laughs) that, you go, I've done this before. Yeah. I didn't die. I can keep going. It's your your little girl in the dinosaur costume on the snowboard. It is. We're going to fall down and that's okay. Right. And I think if I can call him Henry, since we're familiar enough with him. (laughs) I think when Henry was saying this, if I can examine this through the lens of self-confidence now. Yeah. You have to let yourself even try this. Right. Yeah. Because if you're willing to try it, then you kind of unlock this community, healthy decisions, you know, repetition, Mm. training. Mm -hmm. But if you just straight hit it with the finality of I can't do that, you're not even going to give it a shot because we're logical people. Why would I try something if I can't do it? Right. Like you're making a decision to not even like test the waters Mm. of communal support of good habits. Mm -hmm. It's just final. Yeah. Something else that occurs to me as we're talking about this is that we try to do this for other people, right? Because we look at other people that we love and we think, you're a capable person. Like yeah. I look at Isaac or Anson and I'm like, you could totally do that. Yeah. But we and ourselves have a lot more self-doubt. Sure. And I think that's the power of community. Like you're saying is a lot of times I'm thinking about like my husband is it's so much easier to speak into them and yeah. be like, mm-hmm. no, I think you can actually do this and help them just be like, let's just do the next thing. Let's just take the next step. As opposed to like when you see them start to shut down. Right. And I think we all need that because it's so much harder to produce that all by ourselves, just like Jesse Diggins in that race all by right. herself. Well, and in that interview, she even talked about all of the other American skiers and biathletes and stuff yeah. that were all along the side of the course because yeah. spectators and family couldn't be there. And she said them yelling like, go do it. You can do it. Like all that. She was like, that's what like propelled me to the finish line or right. thoughts of my family back home or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, and we've probably been in that situation too, or we can think about, yeah. yeah, where like support of the people around us, whether it's like actually physically present in like that moment, mm-hmm. or just even a thought of like, they're going to be so proud of me if I can do this, or like, I get to right. go spend time with the people that I love when I'm done with this or whatever. Like that can be incredibly motivating too. Yeah, totally. Well, I think if we're kind of doing a fact check on this quote, then my conclusion would be. Yeah, this is true <laughs> within reason. Yeah. Yes. Right. It's like the Snopes mostly true. It's like, a yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. Like a, a, a <laughs> kind of mostly thumbs up because there are absolutely mm-hmm. limits yeah. to what self-confidence or what the power of positive thinking can do for us. I think one of the ways that that manifests itself is there aren't shortcuts. Mm. And if we're thinking about self-confidence or positive thinking as a shortcut to our goals, yes. that's when we're going to get in trouble. Yeah. I want to be able to pull off this trick. So all I have to do is believe that I can do it and yeah. then I can. Right. No, it probably is also going to take days and weeks or years of practice. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I want to be a more mentally healthy person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I just think like, I'm a mentally healthy person. Yeah, it's not going to. That's probably not going to work. Like that shortcut probably isn't going to happen. Right. Or even if we're trying to help out someone else who's struggling with depression or who is struggling with their mental health, if we just go to them and say, like, hey, just feel better. Like, yeah, not (laughs) going to work. That's not how that works. Right. It takes a lot of therapy. It takes Mm -hmm. a lot of learning lessons about how you need to adjust your mindset. Like like, it's a, it's a process that we have to like practice and hone in Mm -hmm. on over time, just like anything else. Right. But if we are committed to that as a process and understand it's not a shortcut, it's a tool that we have to hone and train over time that we have to get Mm -hmm. into shape Mm -hmm. just like our bodies. Mm -hmm. Then I think that's a much more healthy outlook of what the power of positive thinking can do for us over time. It's more like the power that sustains you through the process. Yeah. Mm. It's not like you said, a shortcut. It's the thing that helps you not quit. The thing that helps you keep going when it gets sticky and hard. 
like Isaac said, not shutting the door right. on that right. thing, like keeping the door keeping open, the door open and yeah. not just shutting it down every time you have hit a roadblock or mm. a speed bump. Yeah, this is also if I can be really honest, this is an area that it's almost like once you have kind of figured out the secret sauce behind this, at least personally, this is one of my biggest areas struggling in judgment of others mm. that I feel don't see it yet. Because once you figured out like, no, you literally like if you stop thinking so negatively about yourself, like if you will just stop, like I want to shake people. And I think that a lot of that frustration can be put out in an unhealthy way in the form of toxic positivity where you're just Mm -hmm. like, no, you just got to think better about yourself. Right. right. Because it's hard to like in a two minute conversation with someone explain the nuance that we just took like 40 minutes to address of like, no, it's just the entire environment that you have to change. (laughs) But when all people hear is, you just got to think better about yourself. That's kind of what we don't like about this quote, right? Is that it's an oversimplification. So maybe Uh, we got to stop oversimplifying it (laughs) because I can get how it's a major turnoff to someone who Mm -hmm. is already struggling to have someone come up behind them and just be like, be happy. Right. Right. Yeah. If if somebody's struggling with half marathon training or a skateboard trick or their own mental health. Yeah. And you come up and you go like Henry Ford once said. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. 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 Like you're going to be like, yeah, Yeah. great. Thanks. Right. Like, and, and we've all been victims of that, I'm yes, sure, right. before of people coming up to us and just kind of doing the whole like, just stop it. Like, thing, right. Yeah. What we've talked about on the YouTube show before yeah. from that video. Like, <laughs> that's not how it works. Just dropping the quote. That's yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. So we've got to be really careful right. about how we leverage mm. a really complex topic. Yes. Yeah. If we deliver it in oversimplified terms, right. it could do more damage than good. Yeah. yeah. And I found I've done that on accident before. Mm. And that I've had sense. to I've yeah. had to apologize because you want to share this great concept. You've seen the good that it's done in your life. But you got to be patient and you've got to come at people where they're at with it, especially if you're trying to encourage mm-hmm. them from a place where you're on the other side of it and you're feeling good. Yeah. And they're like in the muck. Right. So got to be careful with that. That's so good. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode for today. But instead of drawing a blank on how to end our podcast, we're going to fill one in. Here's our fill in the blank for today. One way my understanding of the concept of positive thinking changed as a result of our discussion today is I think just being open to possibility in Mm. every regard, like just being open to not letting my reflex be. I can't. Mm. Yeah. Cause I think that I'm more susceptible to that. And I think that now Mm. I'm going to approach it with maybe that's Mm. good. Mm. Yeah. I think the word cynicism kind of strikes me Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. our conversation as something like, yeah, I don't know that I caught at first what the role was that that word is playing in my understanding of this concept. And Maybe cynicism is something I need to be a little more cognizant of and aware of when Mm -hmm. it's like kind of creeping up on me Mm -hmm. and work a little bit on how to let go of that cynicism Mm -hmm. at times, because I I think a healthy skepticism can be a really good thing. I think I've got that down pretty well. (laughs) I don't think that's the part I need to work on. I think the part I need to work on is understanding and recognizing when that cynicism is starting to creep up to maybe unhealthy levels. I think for me, it's this idea of how your thoughts can be a fuel to keep you going or they can shut you down. Mm -hmm. They're not the be all end all, as we've said many times in this conversation, but they can make a big difference. And yes, I can. And I'm going to keep trying or I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Off to pottery class we go. <laughs> I'm going to make a vase. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Really Real Podcast. If you love the show, let us know by leaving us a review. If you don't, lift hands to the sky and shout, why? As loudly as possible. Listen to Real FM Radio and more Real FM podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. Tune in next time to hear Anson, Kara, and Isaac say, I know you're in a seventh day of your depression slump and your sweatpants are stained with Chinese food. Henry Ford was. <laughs>